This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. The clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You said my world on even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. Oh, hell. All right, Daryl Ryder joins us right now. It's brought to you by Shivin Jewelers, Cleveland's premier jewelry store. Daryl, how the hell are you? I'm good, guys. How are you? Doing wonderful. Danny Cunningham in with me today. Daryl, you may or may not know that. Lima is still uh, dealing with his children, uh, now multiple. Uh, Daryl, <laughs> I hear... From Aberbury yesterday, that possibly the 49ers might be willing to make a deal. Are the Browns, would the Browns be interested? Well, I mean, look, Andrew Barry is one of the more aggressive GMs uh, in the league. He has uh, yet to have a quiet offseason. So, yeah, I mean, if there is, you know, ways to upgrade uh, the current roster through a trade, although I don't know that the Browns have much that anyone wants, um, but yeah, sure. I mean, I would say that, uh, you know, Barry will explore any and all options to make it a better team going into the 2024 season. Daryl, why do you think the Browns have had difficulties with drafting a wide receiver and having that at that specific position be an immediate impact? Um, I, I think, uh, you know, combination of where they're picking, combination of the player pick, combination of lack of development uh, at the position, which, again, it surprises me that the receiver coaches survived um, because I don't think that there was a lot of development outside of, uh, you know, Omar Cooper having uh, an outstanding uh, season at that particular position. But, yeah, I mean, I don't think it's just one thing. I mean, the Baltimore Ravens can't draft a receiver to save their life either. Uh, And then they – you know they've been trying to do that since well, they, they did got the finally ball they did finally get Zay Flowers they did finally yeah. get him but I understand what you're saying historically they have been swinging and a missing yeah so um, but yeah it, it, I think it's a combination of things it's not just one single reason uh, well Daryl you said going back to the last question I mean you brought up you know who would be worth it f- from the Browns perspective and I, I think that's the first question a lot of people brought up you know we had Mary Kay on yesterday. And I, you know what, damn it, Daryl, I didn't even think about this because I asked about Jed Wills, like the same questions I've asked you before about Jed Wills' future with the new offensive line coach and everything like that. And, you know, there's a poss- is there a possibility? I don't know if – I'm not saying there is, but is there? I want to ask you a possibility that Jack Conklin, if healthy, could be on the move, maybe to Tennessee or something like that. No, I mean, look, I you, you never say never, but – um, he is coming off injury, mm-hmm. so what are you going to get for him? You know, uh, it's it been a while since he's played a complete season. So um, I, I think that's 
easier for us to talk about and maybe a little harder in reality to, to pull off as far as a, a trade goes. But look, when you look at the, the offensive line with Andy Dickerson, you know, coming in to, to, to be the new coach with, you know, Bill Callahan, his kid in Tennessee now, um, well, I, I think that, you know, it's certainly fair to contemplate what changes to that group will be made because who's to say that, you know, the, the, the players in that room, as good as they may be, who, who's to say that they fit what they're trying to now accomplish up front uh, with new offensive coordinator Ken Dorsey in the mix too. Like there's – so – uh, you, you got contracts, you got uh, where they are in their career, you got injury history, you've got scheme and technique, and there, there's, you know, this offensive line, you know, I, I think there's a chance it could, get, it could look a little different uh, come the fall. Uh, and if not this fall, then probably next fall in 2025, but – um, when you change your offensive coordinator, you change your offensive line uh, coaches, uh, either by choice or by circumstance, it, it, it's reasonable to think that, you know, the way you were doing things the last four years is not how you're going to be doing things going forward. Should there be pressure to have Dewan Jones on the field? No, because he's not making any money. The, the, the pressure to put people on the field is for Conklin and, and Wills because those dudes, you're – you're paying like a combined $30 million to. I think the so. pressure is to put it on Dewan Jones just because he's better than those yeah, guys. Yeah, I mean, you want to have your best five, and yeah, I think but, he's but, part of but it. But, Daryl, I understand, I understand what you're saying about the money that's being paid to the other two. That's true. Yeah, I mean, you are not going to pay $15 million to a player that you are not playing. That's just not how this works. So, um, you know, uh, it's good that they got depth, and – um, considering the injury history of both of those uh, players, it's good they have that. Daryl, Jason Lloyd wrote about the stadium yesterday uh, in The Athletic. Is there a possibility we could get marijuana taxes to pay for a new stadium? <laughs> I think that there's uh, a lot of things uh, under consideration to try and find ways to fund the you know public portion uh, of the dome. Um, you know, right now, uh, the Browns are working on, uh, and I talked about this on the latest It's Always Game Day in Cleveland podcast. Uh, I, I wrote about it when I uh, uh, wrote about the potential of them acquiring that land in Brook Park that, um, you know, the Browns are already working on conceptual ideas behind the scenes of what a new dome will look like. Um, and that's just kind of part of the process. If you're going to think about buying some land, Obviously, you're going to think of what you're going to put on said land. But um, that, that's the challenge, uh, is how to pay uh, for this. Uh, the, the Vikings are, I, I think, the model. Um, they, they paid their stadium off in less than a decade uh, with the, the charitable pull tabs thing that they did up in Minnesota. Uh, and as Jason wrote, that's not to say that's going to work here in Ohio. Uh, you know, obviously, we have the, the sports betting gambling uh, revenue, which um, my understanding is uh, sports betting kind of big here in the state of Ohio. So why can't you divert a portion of those uh, proceeds since those are the actual customers, right? Uh, consuming uh, professional product, uh, athletics products. 
you know, why don't you take in, uh, you know, move some of that money uh, towards uh, stadium financing, not just for the Browns, but the Bengals. Uh, they're in the middle of a, uh, a uh, whatever they call that stadium down there, the formerly known as Paul Brown Stadium. Uh, they're in the middle of a tune-up down there with that building, um, about $60 million uh, this offseason, split between the team and the, and the public. Um, so it doesn't look like they're actually going to build new, but like, you know, you have the problem of not just constructing these buildings, but maintaining them, uh, and keeping them up to date. And so I I think that, uh, this year is going to be very, very important, uh, on the political side, as far as figuring out what to do, because they can't come up with a billion dollars to renovate the existing one. Uh, what are you going to do when the, the the price tag for a new dome is twice the cost uh, of a renovation? How are you going to come up with the money to to, to handle that? So um, there's going to be a lot of back and forth this year, I think, uh, not only between the Browns, uh, but you know, with the uh, the politicians, and we've already seen that with uh, the Browns putting out the statement a couple of weeks ago, and then quickly the city of Cleveland put something out, and so. Um, it's only beginning, but the the clock is ticking. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my word. Podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to tunein.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. This is up like in five years, so they got to get this thing figured out this year. Daryl, with all the back and forth, with the statements, with buying land in Brook Park, and all the negotiating tactics that go on, I think we kind of lose sight at some point. But what do you actually think the Haslam family wants? Like, what is their ideal scenario for a new stadium? Uh, they want a dome. Like, uh, yeah, <laughs> they want a dome. And I don't blame them uh, because you can do more with a dome than you can do with the existing building you have. And the issue is, I, I see people say, oh, there's nothing wrong with Cleveland Brown Stadium. There's a lot wrong with that stadium. It is one of the worst stadiums in the National Football League. It wasn't built well. It was built on a rush. It wasn't designed well. Uh, you can't, uh, you're limited in how you can retrofit the thing. 
Um, part of the reason the, the renovation costs a billion dollars is because when they built it in the first place, some genius decided, ah, we, we only need to dig out half the stadium to put locker rooms and stuff in instead of doing a full 360 like every other stadium in the world has for a service level. Like that, that in and of itself, un- digging all that out and underpinning and that's going to cost a small fortune to fix. So, um, and, and the Haslam's put some lipstick on that pig back in 2014 and 2015 when they put a hundred million of their own money into the thing um, uh, to, just to, you know, modernize it so you can actually see the scoreboards a little bit and, and hear what's being said over the PA system. Like the building was obsolete the day it opened its doors. You know, I remember what Al Lerner had to, fork out the money for the escalators because they took that out of the design. They, they kept chopping so much stuff out of the design to, to keep it within the original budget because the construction costs were soaring. So um, this is the, the price to be paid for not doing the project right the first time. And they've been able to kind of limp this thing along. And I, I just, I, I think that you're at a point that it's not worth investing in that building. If, if you're going to talk about a billion-plus-dollar investment in a facility that's already choked off from a city, like, you know, let's not be clutching the pearls about the economic impact that the Browns have on downtown Cleveland. West 6th, sure, there's impact there. Our tailgate is awesome every season. But, like, Football fans, they go to a parking lot, fire up the grill, drink the beers, go to the game, get in the car after the game, and they go home. You know, they're not wandering around downtown Cleveland, uh, you know, like you see at Gateway with the Cavaliers and the Guardians. It's, it's, it's just different. And, you know, the, the new renovation plans for the lakefront, stuff like that, uh, a lot of the tailgate lots go bye-bye. You know what I mean? Like, so, um, and, and, and also, let's not act like they're moving out to Richfield or they're moving down to Akron or they would be moving down to Canton. Like, that, that's the, the, the site, first of all, it used to be owned by the city of Cleveland. They swapped it with Brook Park for the IX Center. That was years ago. People forget that. That's where the old Ford plan is. That's number one. Number two, it's a stone's throw over the, the, the city limit line there. Like, it's right. There. And again, used to be city of Cleveland land. So uh, I, I don't think that this is as traumatic of a thing. Um, and yes, there would be tax revenue. There's tax revenue involved. And I understand all that. But if that stadium, that dome get, would get were to be built in Brook Park, you you can make up tax revenue by developing the land probably the way it should have been done uh, after a municipal stadium got torn down and had a stadium built elsewhere. So, um, yeah, you're, you're just – you're paying the price for not doing this thing right. And I, get, I give the Haslam's credit. They've given themselves uh, enough runway to go through all the options and make a really informed decision uh, about what makes the most sense, what's more, most feasible, uh, you know, for 2029. Daryl, uh, it was seen yesterday, USA Today, that um, you know the accusers' lawyers are looking to have Deshaun Watson testify in these civil suits. Uh, how close of attention are we paying to it this summer, considering 
you know, the NFL could re-examine things if they find out more information. I mean, there is a double jeopardy thing here. Um, My understanding is that uh, under the terms of the original uh, agreement, disciplinary agreement, that uh, unless the, um, the, the allegations that were levied against Watson change significantly, um, that he will not be suspended. That is the only thing that um, I think is worth monitoring from an NFL disciplinary standpoint is if uh, one of these cases happens to make it to trial and the allegations against Deshaun change and um, the uh, seriousness of those allegations is, is increased as well. Otherwise, I think he's covered. Um, and the only thing that, aside from going through that legal process and the, uh, you know, the public shame and embarrassment that would come with that, I, I don't believe Deshaun will face additional suspension. So, yes, it's obviously uh, worth watching um, to, you know, see if um, – the you know the allegations are different, but if they remain in line with what we have already heard him be accused of in the time frame which he was accused of, then I do not believe the NFL will levy additional punishment against him. Hey Daryl, is that a good idea? How good of an idea is this to have first pitch at around three ten on April eighth, right when the eclipse is supposed to happen? That's a horrible idea. It's an awesome idea. <laughs> well, that it wasn't my idea, awesome. thank God. Thank God it wasn't that mine. A, that was a... That's horrible. You trying to get someone killed? No. It's awesome. Boom. Where are the glasses? Uh, da, 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 da. Yeah, just do it at 510. Let everyone enjoy the thing. And yes, Wear the glasses. Do not stare into the sun. It's a great idea. Don't tell me what to do, do... Daryl. Damn it. (laughs) Hey, I'm just – I want you to be able to see on October 8th at about 5, 10 p.m. I want you to be able to see that first pitch, Ken. I'm looking out for you. Okay. (laughs) Daryl, thank you very much for the time. All the best. You bet, guys. Have a great weekend. Good, you too. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You said my world on even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here 
on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.